Hello, hello there. My name is Moe, like host Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two ears. Today, it's the Battle of Los Angeles for the battle against the Predator. We are reviewing 1990s Predator 2. Mm. As always, I'm coming with my co-host Corey. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. And as always, because I didn't plug it in the last episode, you can watch us on The Real Show YouTube channel, on The Real Show, The Real Show. We're on, on Twitter, on The Real Show, at The Real Show FM, and also uh, on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, anyway, yep. podcast. We're there. You can listen to us there. Yes. Corey. Hello. Predator 2. Correct. You've never seen it before. I haven't. Did you even know about it? Yeah, I, I know it existed. Okay. Yes. I mean, this is the first time you've watched this. Correct. You are... You're, you're, I'm going to get your fresh takes. Of course, again, the same as the last Predator, 1987. Mm-hmm. I've seen bits of this. I've seen, yeah. like, the big sort of important cliffhangery moments of this film, which we're going to talk about. But I haven't seen the full thing from beginning to end. Uh, this is set 10 years after the events of the first film. Even in the future, this is 1990, and it's set in 1997. Yep. So clearly they knew what the world would be like set in seven years. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Which I think is reliable. Obviously, yeah. if it was like set in 2005 or something, I don't know, yeah. maybe that's normal for a 1990 film, but 1997, no, realistic. Yeah. 1997, world was still around then. Right. Let's step into Predator 2, and we're stepping back in. Uh, it's director Stephen Hopkins this time. With the same screenwriters. Yep. It's Jim Thomas and John Thomas, and starring the great Danny Glover. Yes. So, what did you experience as this film kicks off? Did you even think, where's the Predator? So, the film starts, uh, and in my head, I'm thinking, okay, right, okay, yeah, Predator 1 leaves on a cliffhanger, mm. uh, Predator, like, you know, boom, it, what happened? Where's, where's Arnold? Yeah. What happened to, you know, did he, whatever. He gets um, on the helicopter and escapes at yep. the end. The Predator blows himself up. Yep. And it's like, okay. Um, and everyone's like, okay, Los Angeles. And okay. I'm like, okay, right. We're in a city. I'm like, fine. Change of scenery. Fine. Makes sense. But, yeah, rather than someone just goes back to the jungle again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, Danny Glover. Because uh, so obviously we watched this on Disney Plus. Yeah. Where you can watch them. And like the bio says, like, a cop finds out an alien is killing his police force yeah, or yeah. something. And I'm like... That's a bit different. But I thought I'll, I'll watch it. Tonal shift thing. And then, like, you know, the film opens and it's like, oh, uh, uh, there's a cop and there's the mm. war, gangs and. Gang sh- war. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Fine. I guess this uh, is it. This, this is a gang war. Los Angeles is suffering from a great heat wave. Yes. And a huge turf war between the heavily armed Colombian and Jamaican drug cartel. The drug gangs yes. are at war. And the police is trying to, is trying to contain this. Uh, Contain this war for it gets out of hand, right? And yeah. uh, we've got a there's the gangs they've got they're you know well armed and armoured, and there's um, a character called to- called Tony Pope, who is a, a action news reporter. Yes, and he brings us into the scene in the most action news reporter way possible. Where and I quote here, I've got this down. Um, he says, uh, Tony Pope, action news reporter. Live and in your face. Oh, yeah. That is so 1997. He goes, I'm live and in your face at the scene of the shootout. And he's, he is the action news guy. Yep. He is. I liked he like his character. I know I thought he was a bit annoying, but I thought, you know what? I like his character. He's like the sleazy journalist. And yeah. that's, that's a fun character trope. Of course, Danny Glover is uh, the heroic Michael Harrigan, the police lieutenant. He's out for justice. Yeah. And he's here... Uh, he stands for justice, and he's with uh, his his 
is cop friends about to storm this building and take out this drug cartel. Yes. By the way, whoever decided that Danny Glover's entrance should be like, well, not entrance, but like grabbing like a shotgun and like drifting a car. Oh, that was awesome. Further forward so we can get other policemen. That was so, that was it's so. like hanging out of a car on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly. That's such a hero move, though. That's such a hero move. Where he jumps in the car, he like reverses and the car breaks yeah. the door off, but he does it on purpose. He like skids along, he grabs the shotgun, and he's like. He's like shooting on the guys, and then he swings and he picks up the cop, picks up the yeah. policeman into the car. And it's like, oh, that's so. It almost forgets it's a predator film for a minute. Yeah. And now I'm just watching this cool crime cop film. Yeah, and then you know, like they they go in, mm. and again it does this whole similar thing, right? Because they're, they're at the bottom, and like, the glass smash, smashes, yeah, and yeah. something happens inside, and they all run in, and we're thinking, okay, it's, it's, here, comes it's the the predator. Predator. here comes the predator. It's the predator. And, ev- and again, like you mentioned last time, everyone goes, oh, it must be the, the voodoo gang. It yeah, must yeah. be the Jamaican gang. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, we saw the Predator was watching the shootout because we see yes. his, heat, his heat vision. Yep. His thermal vision. Mm. And obviously the glass breaks and the guys are like, well, I love people being confused at the Predator. That's my favourite like Predator trope where the guy, where like the glass comes in like, oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, where's the, what? what's that? I love, I love the confusion. Yep. Of just a predator attacking. Yes. Like he's invisible, you can't see him moving around. I was like, whoa, huh, whoa. I, I think it's, I just think it's great. Yep. It's the great confusion the predator causes when he, when he attacks. And we do event, well, again, we see glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. There's the um, part where he's got El Scorpio at the top, yep. and he can see it. And uh, what is Danny Glover's name? It's Mike, Mike Harrigan. Harrigan. Mike, Mike Harrigan can't see it because the predator's behind him, and he thinks El Scorpio's shooting at him, but he's not. Yeah, he shoots him off the roof. And, and again, like the but he turns around, and he still thinks he sees something yes. in the light, but then he gets distracted by another cop who comes yep. to talk to him. Um, you know, and then obviously you get a whole like there's the new detective that's come in. Yeah, here he is. Here he is. It's Bill Paxton, who's fantastic. Yeah. God rest him. Yeah. Um, as Jerry Lambert, who's just this great LAPD cop. He's just like a he is the the comic relief, but he's also the sort of sly, cunning cop. He's like the cop on the. Cop on the scene. Yeah, he is like um, a real Magnum PI kind of guy. He's he's just a, he's just wheeling around. I yeah. think that's great. Uh, we've also got um, he's reprimanded by the Danny Glover's reprimanded by the chief. He's like you're a loose cannon. Yeah, you ain't in control of this situation. You're 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 a loose cannon. You're just off and, and running and gunning, and that's no good. Says the classic chief archetype. Yes, but he sits down with the captain or whoever. And he's like a bit forgiven. He's like, you've got to, you know, just rein it in. Rein yeah. it in, Detective Harrigan. But here comes Gary Busey <laughs> and his face. Yeah. He's walking into the scene and they think he's like DEA, but it turns out he knows a bit too much about all this, yeah. secu- this security stuff, right? As uh, Peter Key is yes. a special agent and he's fa- he's just fant- he's just fantastic. He is. He's really good in this. And it's fun to know that his character is actually the replacement. Dutch was going to be this character. Oh, Played by played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, but um, he declined to reprise the role, which is funny. But See, that would kind of make sense because I guess he would know what it is, so it makes sense that he's defensive of people not knowing what it is. Yeah, and he's also taken off a. Gov- he's lots, he's like a bit older now, in 1997, yeah. so he's stopped being in the armed forces. Yeah. 
and the, you know the Vietnam War. Whereas over. Peter Keys knows what it is, that's but it's just like really defensive. But yeah, but I feel like Arnie. Yeah, but that's why I think it's better being Gary Busey. Yeah, because if it was Arnie, I'd understand that Dutch is more sympathetic towards someone who's also dealing with the predator yeah. and trying to fight the predator. Why would Arnie want to cover up the fact the predator exists? Yeah, that's true. I feel like Dutch is a man of action. Dutch would respect. Harrigan as a man of action. Peter Keyes is clearly this bureaucrat, yeah. this politician who's, you know, this special agent who's using his status to, like, try and cover it up and he's, like, all about the government. Like, the government can't... They can't let the people know about aliens. You can't yeah. let people know about aliens. We can't let these other governments know about aliens because they might try and help us. Well... We can't do that. Well, Peter Keyes wants to freeze it. He does. So he can, you know, find out what it does and how it does it. Mm. Weaponry We've got also a couple of uh, cool characters... Um, we've got Ruben Blades as Danny uh, Archuleta, who's yep. great as well in the team, um, and Leona Cantrell, who's just fantastic. Mm. Um, I think she's fantastic. And we've got a couple. We've got the chief, obviously, uh, Adam Baldwin, who yep. appears yeah. um, in uh, Key's task force. And yeah, of course, we've got Morton, Morton as uh, Tony Pope, which is great as well. Morton Daly Jr., which is fantastic as uh, in your face. As he says. Yes. So I think... Uh, and the Predator voice, uh, I mentioned it was Peter Quinn last time. This time it's Hal Rail. And uh, Kevin Peter Hall is back yes. as the Predator. He is indeed. Just fantastic. Yeah. It, this film is... Initially, I was like, right, okay. Because my whole thing with the second Predator film is... You watch the first one. We now know what a Predator is. Mm. And we roughly, roughly, vaguely know how it works... It's in the first one. It's suggested mm. uh, by Dutch to Anna, "Don't pick up a gun. Yes. It's not going to harm you because you're not armed." Yes. So we're like, right, okay. This is why it's attacking the gangs. This is why it's yeah. attacking the police. They've all got guns. Mm. They're all armed. Um, it's sport at this point. So we know how it works. We know what it looks like. Mm. So it's like, well, how do you do a second one where we now know what the threat is and how the threat works? And this film kind of. It kind of deals with that, I guess. Yeah, but the mystique of the Predator is, and I am going to drop a bit of a bomb on you here, yep. Corey, is that the mystique of the Predator is they masquerade as a good sport, but it turns out they're not actually very good sports. No. Because at the end of the first film, he tries to blow up Arnie when they're both unarmed. Yes. With a with a self-destruct bomb. He tries it again in this film. Yeah. The, hun- the city hunter, as he's called. Tries- oh, he's also called Ghost, I think, because he's named as Ghost by that kid who says, Mommy, I saw a ghost. Mm. Well, yes, you know, do you want some candy? You know, that kind of the line. Yeah, we'll get on to that. Okay. But I'm just going to reference it. This predator is a nicknamed Ghost, but yeah. he's also known as just City city Predator or City Hunter. Yeah. Even though some of, again, spoilers, some of the predators that turn up, at the, turn up at the end as part of the hunting party do actually have actual names. Oh, okay. But we'll get into that a bit yeah. later as well. All right, what have you got to say? Um, what, as in the uh, about some candy thing? Or yes, yeah, about the young boy that turns up in the... So, my only issue with that is, so again, in the first film... Why does he not shoot that child in the head? No. Okay. <laughs> I did have a conversation with a friend, and okay. I was like, that would have been like such a weird like turning point of this film. He had a gun, he had a gun! He did! Boom. It's heat vision, he can't tell. Yeah. Um, so he checks. So yeah, he does. He looks. He's a good guy, he's a good guy, really. Yeah. He just checks if it's real. Yeah. No, fair no, enough. No, it's fine. Um, if it was armed, though, that kid would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, but my issue is, though, is like, right, okay. So in the, fir- in the first Predator film, the first Predator repeats anything. You're right. And he repeats uh, Billy's laugh. Billy's laugh. <laughs> which <laughs> is like <laughs> a menacing kind of like... He uses it at the end of the like film. Like creepy thing. Yeah. 
in this film, he mimics Danny Boy, mm. which makes sense. Danny because Boy. Because he says it to Danny, and Danny, yeah. like, fall, uh, grabs his arm and dies. Yeah. But then, like, why is he recording a kid saying, do you want... Because he, he just uses it. But yeah. at a random point, that makes no sense. And, like, he swears twice in this film. He wants to be creepy. Yeah, he does swear. He, he also swears in his actual voice, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, I'm like, why? He talks, like, twice in the first film, and it's menacing. This one seems a yeah, bit jokey sometimes. From the first film, that's a very good point. Yeah. From the first film, it seems that the Predator didn't have language or yeah. couldn't talk without using the recording yeah. of his own, of other people's voices. Which which is which is nice and interesting, yeah. and it's very sort of it's very dimensional for it to not be able to communicate in like maybe it's like we can't hear his language. Yeah. His language is like an alien dialect, and he just records um, the human language or something like that to study it or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but here the predator's clearly been breaking out his dictionary or his yeah. thesaurus to learn some new words. Yeah. And of course we get a mirroring of that famous Arnie scene where the predator removes the mask and we get yes. that great line. But. Because it's like there's some there's some shots in this film where the predator is more of like a, a threat. There's a whole shot of him like, um, with the the, the trophy. I'm gonna call it the trophy. Yeah. And he's like on the tower and he's holding it in the air and he's yeah, screaming yeah. and it's like okay, so he like that's a menacing threat. And then the, ne- like, the next scene is like saying, "Do you want some candy?" Really, like it's <laughs> like what is pick one. He's co- well, I don't think he's comic relief. No. But it's, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes it takes me out of it a little bit. Where mm. I'm like, mm, doesn't quite have the same effect as like the laugh or yeah, yeah, you know, other bits like that. Um, but I will say I do like the fact that this predator ghost seems a bit more ruthless. Yes. To say the least. <laughs> say the least. Yes, he does because he definitely kills people <laughs> who don't have weapons. Who yeah. Have nothing to do with because um, one of his victims is of course uh, Tony Tony Pope. The mm. um, the uh, the investigator. Yep. He also kills a majority of the police. Well, maybe he thinks that the camera is a gun. All the gangs. Well, he checked that child's gun, but he didn't check the. Yeah, but it would be something like the gun wouldn't be hot because it's got water in it, right, and the camera yeah. would be because it's electric. Oh, so fair enough. That's probably why. Mistaken it. Yeah. Um, he kills one of the police. All the gangs. Yeah. The president just wipes out all the gangs. Yeah. Which reminds me of a weird kind of. I'm gonna right. I don't want to get into much. Of this, Go on. But there's a comic. <laughs> That back when Dark Horse Comics bought okay. the licenses to Alien vs. Predator, mm-hmm. they did an Alien vs. Predator comic after the film and whatever, but they also managed to get licenses with DC. Okay. Yep. So they started doing like Alien vs. Superman, yeah. and, and they did a Batman vs. Predator. And in that Batman vs. Predator comic, there's a bit where there's a gang war, and Predator does the same thing here, just wipes out all the gangs. Uh-huh. So, because I think that's fun, because Predator is obviously against, very much against gang crime, which yeah. is good for uh, Predator. Obviously, you know. Destroying organized crime. Yep. Uh, Shall we get some pred pred trivia? Yes, uh, apparently. Pred trivia. Uh, often alluded, predators hunt is not for sustenance or elimination, as sportsmanship or rites of passage. They normally attack life forms that have the ability to provide them with a challenge. Right. So it's like if you have a weapon, mm-hmm. you could you could be a challenge for them mm. to defeat you. So they're going to try and defeat you. Because in that same Batman versus Predator comic, yeah. the Predator kills a boxer, a yeah. renowned world champion boxer who has no gun. Yeah. He just has his fists. Yeah. But that's why the Predator sees him as a challenge because he says he's the world champion. Yeah. And if he's the world champion, then he must be the Biggest guy to take on. Yeah. So that's why Predator, you know. Uh, right. Predator or whatever it was. Predator trivia. Mm. Um, 
What we got? What we got? What we got? The Jamaican Voodoo Posse Gang, seen in a film, were based on actual also, gangs. Can we just say that the name, the Jamaican Voodoo Posse Gang, yeah. is possibly either the greatest or the worst? But I'm sorry to any Jamaican Voodoo Posse Gangs who are out there. Yep. Obviously, don't hit me with your Jamaican Voodoo, but. You're going to get a visit the, to a uh, proper leg bassoon. Oh, no, the Jamaican Voodoo Posse Gang isn't a really, doesn't, doesn't really strike fear into the heart. Or Baron Samady. Or Baron Samady. Or bring, whatever him some, this guy, bring him some rum, you'll be fine. Or whatever this guy's called, El Scorpio and um, yeah. King, what's his name? Don't go near Crossroads, and if you do, have some rum with you. King Willie. Yeah. I'm afraid of King Willie, obviously, of the uh, Jamaican Voodoo Posse Gang. Um... Gangs were based on actual gangs that are in New York City and Kansas City in the middle, uh, mid to late 1980s. Mm. Uh, the Jamaicans were not played by actors or stunt people, but real-life bouncers, apparently. Oh, no, okay. Uh, the spear weapon that was used in the film disappeared mm. and was reportedly stolen uh, after the film was completed. Ah, fair enough. Um, Kevin Peter Hall studied African tribal dances in order to get yep. the feel and flexibility of the predator ah, and to give him some personality. He does have a... Uh, Arnold says no to put it to because it's a bit of money. Uh, apparently, Arnold wanted an extra $250,000. Um, oh, I've got that in the budget. However, apparently, when the director later stated it was due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, uh, and apparently, some of the Predator sounds were re- recycled from Tremors in 1990. Oh, I've seen Tremors. You ever seen Tremors? Uh, I think I have seen Tremors. I haven't seen Tremors. Oh. Um... I have another, uh, I have another fact for you. Okay, uh, go Henry on. Kingy, who played El Scorpio... Mm-hmm. Uh, actually appeared in the first Predator film oh, yeah. as one of the insurgents uh, pursued pursued by Dutch. Nice. So maybe he's the same character. I don't know if he dies, maybe not. Maybe he survived if he got yeah. shot and he came back to become El Scorpio. Uh, after having the lower portion of his left arm uh, cut off, the city hunter was played in wide shots by one-armed stuntman R. David Smith. Excellent. There That's we go, close. look at this. Uh, oh, and the subway attack scene was directly adapted from the first Predator comic series. The producers thought it was cool and wanted to use it in the film. Oh, awesome. That uh, is a great sequence where the light is, goes yeah. out and everyone's got a gun and the light goes out, but the you see the uh, My initial Predator thought, moving through the car and he's yeah. like, attacking everyone. See, that happened. But like, they're, like, they're on a train on the subway and then like, everyone pulls out a gun. And I'm head thinking... It's Los Angeles. And like, that just seems, but I'm like, yeah, but if there's gangs around... I'm you like, wouldn't need yeah, a that gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It also reminds me of that bit in sort of that where, like, you know, you see like the New York camaraderie of people sticking together. Yeah. Like LA, everyone's got a gun, pulls a gun out on the criminals, and you're like, yeah. But then, the, then the predator just turns up and manages to wipe them out. So. Yeah, it does. Good old. Is, uh, right again. Let me tell you that the horror themes here are still prevalent. Yes, they are. And even in that bit where, um, I'm just gonna look for a name because I've suddenly forgotten it. Okay. Uh, Leona Cantrell, mm-hmm. this police officer. She escapes the train. Yes. And she's on the run on the platform on the side, and she and she doesn't know where Bill Paxton is. Yeah. She's trying to find Bill Paxton, and the predator gets to her just just before, and there's there's such tension there where she's running, she's looking in the things, and the predator could be in any one of these yeah. carriages, and she's looking for the looking for him, and you you feel like the predator is there. Yeah. But you feel like he's like he's right behind her or something, yeah. or he's like he's gonna come up behind her or something, and there's a lot of tension there. Yes. And I like that. It's horror, again, but what you don't see, it's about the tension. Mm-hmm. It's about what's in the dark, what's scare, that scary thing over there, yeah. right? Yeah. Eventually, uh, Bill Paxton is found. Yes. And Bill pa- did, did Bill Paxton didn't make it? No. Uh, he, he's currently on a wall somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. He's on a plinth. Um, 
Mike finds them. Mm-hmm. Just out of time. Yeah, yeah, just out of time. Uh, again, another great scene because it just mm-hmm. shows the predator being a bit more ruthless, a bit, a bit more. more... And it also gives Mike a bit more to go after. Yes. Because at the end of the film, like Dutch, how Dutch said he had a one-man vendetta against the Predator and he was going to find him and take him down. Yep. Here with Mike Harrigan, I feel like there was a point where he could, like, arrest the Predator. <laughs> like, you know, he's, gonna, he's a cop yeah, but he's a cop who's, like, yep. he's, he's, he's a loose cannon, but he's by the rules. Yep. And he's going, I'm going to have to take this guy down, you know. And I feel like that's great. He could have, like, arrested the Predator. Yes. But, no, he, was, he wants to take down the Predator. But Gary Busey... He's back on the scene and he's got a plan. He wants to. Free, he wants. He's been tracking the predator's movements yes. using his. He's not DEA. He's some kind of special anti-alien task force or something. Yeah. He's sort of the the special kind of CIA guy, Area Fifty One kind of special yeah. agent. He's investigating the alien, and he's here to uh, uh, capture the alien by using cryogenics to freeze yes. him. Um. Because they go to well, Danny Glover like races it to like a uh, meat like a, factory, yeah. And they're like, oh, it comes to you every two days to uh, eat meat. To eat, yeah. Because again, I guess it doesn't eat humans. It just no, no. Just again, it's a sportsmanship. It just kills them. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then it's revealed that because again, Mike turns up and Gobi is like, right, okay, mm. here's what's going on. You stay in here. We're gonna go in there. Capture him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I do like he originally he, t- he doesn't keep up. Gary Busey, he doesn't keep up the whole, oh, I'm not letting you in on this, you can't, this is too yeah. big. When he gets there and actually does the, gets him to track the predator, the way the government are doing, he's yeah. like, right, I'll, bring, I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what's happening. And we see a picture of Anna on the screen, which says, there were two survivors in, in South America. Yes. Which means Dutch did survive. Yep. Dutch, Dutch and Anna, because they're on the helicopter. Yes. They show a picture of Anna, but they don't show a picture of Dutch. No. Because obviously they didn't have enough money or scheduling no. rights for Arnie's face on a screen. No, but he does get mentioned, because uh, Gary Busey does turn around and say, like, he's been seen before by a man in, like, the uh, Vietnam forest yeah, or something. Yeah. He mentions it before. He so says it's like, there, okay. there were two survivors ten yeah. years ago, which meant that Anna and Dutch um, managed to escape and got away and yeah. whatever. Uh, but when the predator, if we didn't just skip forward a bit past yep. the fight in the in the in the warehouse and the meat grinder and whatever, and the fight with the predator, also the predator like doesn't die three times. Yeah. They think they've got him, and he comes back. Think they've got him. They come back. Think they've got him. Back. He's such a horror villain at some yeah. point. The predator. He said even when he's like lying down I... dead on the floor and he's sprayed out, and Mike goes over him and says, "I finally got you." The predator's like, oh, I." I had this him. conversation with a friend. I watched this film and I was like, the first one seems like. Just like a thriller, where someone outsmarts the predator and they just like just mm. don't get him, and that's it. And I was like, the second film seems like we're trying to portray it more as like a Michael Myers, yeah, Jason yeah. Voorhees kind of thing. Keeps coming back, yeah. Can't quite, can't mm. quite get it. Um, again, because also like the the kill count. Hello, uh, what's his name? James. I mean James. Guy does a kill count. Yeah, yeah. Um, the kill count in his two films are massively different. Mm. I, it, literally, the first film, like the Predator kills by yeah, like, five, six. The commandos. Yeah. In this, he's got to be. <laughs> he's, he's on a street. <laughs> got to be. He's in the city. You got yeah. There's a lot of people. More people in the jungle. Yeah, it's true. There's less people in the jungle than in the city. He's yeah. got to go through more. Uh, let's skip forward to the ending a bit, where he goes onto ground. He chases yeah. the Predator on the ground into the Predator's big spaceship. So when he arrives. The Predator spaceship is sort of embedded under the under the city, and there's sort of lights in there, and it's very alien. 
he gets in through one of like the engine compartments or something and comes inside and it's and it's all like orange tab there's all like yep. writings on the wall it's all very alien and stuff and he's walking into the aliens there's like smoke all on the floor it's like pool pools of smoke on the floor it's all yellow and orange and he turns to see the the aliens the the Utjas collection of skulls mm -hmm. and there's a xenomorph skull there, is. there did you see that I did did you see that you can't miss it what I would give a lot to be in that theatre in, in 1990, be watching that film with people who are watching it for the first time and see people's reactions to seeing yeah. the xenomorph skull. Yeah. How crazy must that have been? That's like the MCU. That's like, I know that's a pretty, that's a pretty bad reference, but it's like the, that sort of connective, mm -hmm. connective tissue that, that, that the Predator films are in the same universe as the Alien films. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The... He goes to the skull wall, and there's a xenomorph skull. And that's yep. not even the focus of the scene. Yeah. The focus of the scene is that he's been the 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 has been collecting his friend's yes. skulls for the collection. Yep. Not that there's a xenomorph skull yeah. there. And that's all I could look at in this. I wasn't even looking at any. I was just looking like that's an alien skull. That's a xenomorph skull. That's a xenomorph skull. Yeah. It's. I think they hold on it for like two seconds. They do, yeah. Because they're, they're just showing you basically the vast collection of this predator. Yep. And it's not even like a feature of the scene. They just hold on it for a bit. And then you go, like, oh, that's the, that's the xenomorph skull. Yep. Which sets um, up the rivalry between the Yuchas and the xenomorph. Correct. And then uh, eventually Mike does manage to defeat mm. uh, Ghost. And then he defeats him uh, with his own blade, his own weaponry. And then... Uh, all these other predators just the turn rest up. Of the hunting party turn up, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is it." Which does, which does leave to imagine. Do you think that City Hunter or the Ghost yeah. was the only one that was doing the, the yeah. hunting in that in Predator? I have a feeling. Or there's a theory there is multiple predators in that film. I mean, it could be. I have a feeling he came to Earth and was like, "Right, I'm gonna see what I can do," and then he eventually was defeated, and they were like, "Right." You've beaten our guy. We're going to yeah. take him back now. He's he wants you know, whatever. Um, and there are drafts of this film that include um, City Predator not being defeated or or mm -hmm. well no the City Predator being not killed by Harrigan yeah. but instead killed by the Predator uh, the Elder Predator the Predator leader yeah. for failing in his mission or something to yeah. that effect. Um, but like they all turn up and you're thinking oh he's going and they there's, like, there's quite a few of them. There is a lot of them. They just pick up Ghost, take his take body away, away, and then the, the leader stays and hands Mike a pistol. Hands Mike an old pistol, and he says, take it. Yep. Which is presumably, uh, I'm assuming, like an old pistol from someone else they've defeated in 1715. Mm. Probably. I'm assuming that's what it is. Yes, And yes. Mike just gets a pistol. <laughs> and, and maybe it turns up in the other films that come after this. I've got no idea. No, well, it... It does turn up. It actually, it does turn up in another film right. after this, in another Predator film. But I'm not going to say which one it does turn okay. up in. Um, and yes, yeah, some of these, uh, some of these Predators do have names. I know Greyback. A great, yeah, okay, that's one I was going to mention. Yeah, I was going to mention Greyback, who is the elder Predator yes. here, and he is um, a part of the hunting party, which goes to. Um, they have got names. Would you like me to Go name on. some of their names? Can you? Are they easy to pronounce? Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, the Greyback is the leader. Yep. There's Boar, Kay. Borg, City Hunter or Ghost. Who's this uh, one? Guardian, Kay. Scout, nice. Shaman, Snake, 
Stalker, and Warrior. Nice. Okay. There you go, and they've all got, and they're part of the Lost Tribe. Right. Which is um, the basically part of the which is Greyback's um, yeah. unit, and a part of the the LA hunting party. Yeah. Which is. And they're part of predators called. Um, most of them are young bloods, mm. which is adolescent Ujia. Uh So basically, yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, sort of sci-fi lore that goes into yeah um, sort of the predator society. And yeah. I'm very high on that. Yeah, this this film, as much as to just give a bit of extra stuff to the predator, maybe make him a bit more of a threat, or yeah, it, this film does seem to be more of like we now want to do more with this. Yeah. So here's like. A lot of like lore and a lot of like teases to there is more to this now. Yeah, we're like making it not only just a random alien, a whole load of them that have like a way that they do things and like a a, a community and whatever. And they're they now going to have a thing. They all look different. Yeah, there's different styles of predators. There's different looks of predators. Yep. They've been around for a while. He had a, he had a pistol from nineteen. Oh, sorry, um, seventeen eighteen. Yeah. Um. They've got a ship that's been under the city this whole time. Yep. You know, they've got a, a culture and stuff, and they've been around for a while. This is the expansion of that. Yeah. Sort of, it's more than just, you know, one one alien who just appears and blows himself up. Yes. There's, like, a whole race. They're effectively a whole alien race of them. And I think it's just fantastic that they're doing this. Um, yeah. And again, like I said before, it sets up other things. I guess it sets up other things. It's in the universe. Yeah. You can effectively put a Predator story anywhere now. Yes. The Predator 3 could have been in 1990, could have been anywhere. Could have been Predator on a boat, Predator on a yeah. plane. You know, Predator anywhere. Well, it could have been. And that's and that's just an amazing concept to be able to set up your, your film universe. Also, I'm just going to note that Greyback, the, the Predator Elder's nickname, yeah. is the Golden Angel. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's awesome, an awesome name. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the other thing as well, because like you had, you had this, and it seemed to set up like so much stuff. Yeah. And then there wasn't anything for like. For like. Well. Ten more than ten years. Yeah, because like, I, I think the next film technically. Predators is two thousand and five, I think. Yeah, I think the first, I think the first Alien vs Predators before that. I think. Hmm. Which obviously isn't like that's just a, a separate thing, but it still yeah. contains both of them. But yeah, so like literally, it's like years after, and it kind of feels like oh, well, it was meant to be something before that. Yeah, Alien vs Predator is two thousand and four. Yeah, um, and Alien vs Predator two is two thousand seven. Right. So it did take them fourteen years to come up with something else, and it was Alien vs Predator, which yeah. is obviously expands on the more predators, and also the xenomorph skull. Yeah. But we didn't get a direct Predator sequel. Until, pred- until Predators, which was 2010, just yeah. so you know. Which we are planning to review, hey, yes. hey. Um, but yeah. moving on to a... Let's get a real rating okay. in, the, in the pan. Right, so... Uh, I gave Predator 1 a 8.5. Mm. And I alluded to the fact that... Um, things we're doing in the future, I reckon that would be the highest. Right. Um so this is getting going to get less than eight point five. Did I dislike this film? No, I thought it was fine. We we had the discussion. Uh, you watched it before I did. Yes. And you messaged me, being like, Predator Two was something. It's quite something, yeah. Cause it's almost 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 my sorry if I don't want to stutter. My <laughs> yeah. reasoning 
was this is a very much a tonal shift from the first Predator film. This isn't set in a jungle. This yeah. isn't like a team of dudes. This isn't like... Um, it's much more condensed, but also much expanded. Yep. It's like just one man's fight against... Well, obviously, one man was like Arnie at the end. Yeah. This is like one man's fight, one man's justice crusade to find out who's solving these murders. Who is it? It's an alien. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of different tonal shift where it feels like almost you're watching a cop film with a predator thrown in it. Yeah. The same way in First Predator, you're watching a Vietnam film with a predator thrown in it. Yeah. You could almost do... And that's why I think it's the world so much expanded after Predator 2, because you could do anything. You could say you do... Have like a heist film with a predator thrown in it. Yeah. That'd be interesting. There's you can almost take any sort of film genre or film subgenre and put a predator into it. Yeah. It makes sense somehow. Like I'm willing. This concept need the fact this concept didn't go anywhere for like at least ten years yeah. is baffling to me. Yeah. But but what's your? So I've been. I liked it, and then I, I watched it, and I said you the same thing, and I sent you a message saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something. To which you then, replied, you've gained respect for this I film. I then replied, because of that reason, I then got, you know what, I've gained respect for Predator 2. And then I, I gave it a day, and I was like, I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually sunk in quite well. That's sunk in, but that's what it does. Predator 2 sinks in. you got to yeah. let the Predator sink into you. and that, Which isn't a quote you need to take from this episode. Nope. But I feel like you need to let this film almost lie for a bit. And then you go, you know what? Yeah, there was actually. Yeah. There is, there are, there are great bits of this film. There yes. are great bits of this film to be explored. Um, but I still preferred the first one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I reckon for me this is going to be about a seven point five. So it's about a point less than the first one. Still good, still solid, just not as good. Mm-hmm. Maybe an eight on a when we, um, as we always do. Yes. Finish up the series and we go back and rank them all. It may get bumped to an 8, depending on how low or high the other okay. ones end up being. But for now, 7.5. I will give it a 7. Okay. Because, yes, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I think it was um, a good film. I had a good time with it. But I'm, hap- I'm eager to see what's coming up, whether yeah. it's good or bad. And hopefully Predator 2 won't get lost in the shuffle, mm. and it'll end up being on the high front rather than the low front. Yeah. Now let's touch on a... Weekly wreck. It's your please. turn. It's my time for a weekly wreck. And you'll be happy to know that I do have something in the pot for us. Go on. Now, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're familiar um, with something that came up in uh, 2020. You've got a PlayStation 4, haven't you? I do. Ah. <laughs> ah, okay. You think you know what's coming? Uh, potentially, yeah. Okay. Now, Predator... Is a great IP mm-hmm. for exploring. Like you're in the jungle, you've got a big gun. Yeah. You're running through the trees. Okay. There's like an alien guy with an alien going after you. Yep. Um, I'm recommending Predator Hunting Grounds. Okay. On nice. The, uh, on the PS4, I was going to actually recommend Predator Concrete Jungle, which used to be an old Xbox PlayStation 2 game. Yep. If you ever played that, which is great. I mean, that's like a third-person sort of Predator controller, but Predator Hunting Grounds is almost like a kind of... It's like you're dead by daylights. Yep. You know, you got your team... You all play Team of Commandos, someone plays the Predator, that kind of thing. Um, I almost want to go on like a Predator sort of video game tour because I don't know, I might recommend this later on in the Predator series. Yeah. But Predator also features in Mortal Kombat X, if you know this. Yes. And that's also a great feature of him and I, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan and the Predator's great for that. 
But no, right now I'm recommending Predator uh, Hunting Grounds. There's a multiplayer video game mm -hmm. uh, by Sony Interactive for PlayStation 4 and Windows. So you could play this if you wanted, Gordon. I could. You could play Predator Hunting Grounds. I could. And it's basically that sort of, you know, third person. You get to play as Arnie. Arnie's nice. back as Dutch. Arnie's back as Dutch. And you get a couple of you get a, you get a couple of uh, characters turning up uh, from the old film series, and yeah, the gameplay is basically it's just like you did by Daylight. Right. It's just like your um, game where you play one person plays like the big yep. monster, and the other person plays the people who are running around trying to kill the monster. Okay. So one person, one player will control the predators. Yep. Or predator, mm -hmm. and the other one will control the special operatives who are known as uh, Fire Team Voodoo. On a mission to collect intel and eliminate a drug lord. Fireteam Voodoo. Fireteam Voodoo. You're trying to collect intel and eliminate the drug lord in this compound or jungle. And meanwhile, you're trying. You're being hunted by the predator. Right. So you've got to avoid being hunted, or you've got to capture or kill the predator. Right. Right. Who's playing another? Who's another player who's coming after you? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's a great unique concept for a game. And the predator was always born for this kind of design, this yep. genre. So yeah, I'm recommending. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. Watched a bit of gameplay over the weekend. I will give it another seven. Okay. I think. Nice. Solid, that is. Thank you. Hopefully you get a bit of, maybe you might be able to play it. Get some gameplay for us. I might. What's it called? Interesting. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. Predator Hunting Grounds. Predator Hunting Grounds. PS4. Predator Hunting Grounds. There it is. Boom, look at that. Yeah, excellent. David Just to mention a couple of things, um, Alan Silvestri is back on the score for this film. Nice. With the Skywalker Symphony Orchestra. There we are. And home media, there's an even a home media section here. Predator 2 was released on VHS and Laserdisc in 1991. And on DVD in 2003. Gosh, remember a DVD? <laughs> yep. Yeah, they did exist. A critical response got panned. Yeah. People, didn't, people did not, yeah. did not like it. Um, there was a lot of talk um, that I've got a little quote for you might be able to end on. Okay. Um, the Washington Post, Rita Kempley, uh, said that despite um, the dismal irony of Robocop and the brooding fatalism of Blade Runner, Danny Glover brings an unusual depth to the action venture and proves fiercely effective as the Predator's new nemesis, which is great put over of him. Um, but Desson Howe said the film was blitheringly unoriginal, mm -hmm. numbingly violent, but also praised Danny Glover's ability to bring warmth to the centre of a cold film. Right. So that 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 might you that me that might be your. Uh, however, f famed film critic Roger Ebert uh, gave the film two out of four stars, and said right. it was angry and ugly, and said that. Um, the, the the he didn't like the creature design, didn't like the predator design. Right. So there we are there, and I think the Predator Two is the it's the sequel that maybe we didn't quite need, mm -hmm. but those last ten minutes of the whole Predator Society and all yeah. that just really gives the gives the film a bit of a oh yeah, a bit of a satisfying end to follow up on to hopefully bigger and better things. But we'll see, we'll see in the coming months. Yeah, it does, it does. All right, uh, thank you very much for our. Uh, for listening to our review of Predator 2. Um, we're very excited to bring you more, maybe Predator-related content in the future. Yeah. Perhaps there's more films for us to more films for us to talk about, definitely. Uh, thank you very much. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.